Welcome back to the Youth Bible in One Year, Day 51. If we can't meet with God in a physical way like we meet a friend in a coffee shop, how do we meet with him? Well, that is our big question for today. How do we meet with God? And how do we experience the awesome privilege that it is to meet with Jesus on a daily basis? In 1949, one of the greatest revivals in the history of the UK took place in the Hebrides. Duncan Campbell, the preacher at the centre of the revival, later described how it began. Seven men and two women had decided to pray earnestly for revival. One night, at a prayer meeting held in a barn, a young man took his Bible and read from Psalm 24, the psalm for today. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. He shut his Bible and said, It seems to me just so much sentimental humbug to be praying as we're praying, to be waiting as we're waiting here, if we ourselves are not rightly related to God. He asked God to reveal if his own hands were clean and his own heart was pure. That night, God met with them in a powerful way. As they waited on God, his awesome presence swept the barn. They came to understand that revival is always related to holiness. A power was let loose that shook the parish from centre to circumference. Three men were lying on the straw, having fallen under the power of God. They were lifted out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. They knew that God had visited them, and neither they nor their parish would ever be the same again. Four miles away, two sisters aged 82 and 84 had a vision of God. They saw the churches crowded and the youth and the community flocking into the churches they had a glorious assurance that God was coming in revival power. Duncan Campbell was invited to come and speak to them. When he arrived in the parish church, it was packed out with hundreds waiting outside. No one could explain where they'd come from. Within ten minutes of the service starting, men and women were crying out to God. They were meeting with God in all his holiness. There was such a sense of the presence of God on the island that a businessman visiting said, The moment I stepped ashore, I was suddenly conscious of the presence of God. God was meeting with his people. How do you and I meet with God? From Psalm 24 The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Saviour. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Awesome privilege. David starts this psalm with a reminder that God is a mighty creator. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. He ends with a reminder that God is a glorious king. Five times he's referred to as the king of glory. He is the Lord Almighty. He's the king of glory. In light of the awesome nature of God, David asks the question, Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The answer is only those who are totally pure, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, 
who does not trust in an idol. Yet we know that no one lives like this. It's only through Jesus that we can be made holy and approach God with confidence. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Lord, I want to meet with you today. Show me whether my hands are clean and my heart is pure. Thank you that through the blood of Jesus, I can be made holy. Forgive me, cleanse me, and fill me again with your Spirit. New Testament from Mark 5 and 6 When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered round him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed round him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher any more? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, Don't be afraid, just believe. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha Koum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and they told him, to give her something to eat. Act of Faith Are you struggling with a long-term problem in your life that does not seem to be getting any better? Have you ever been seized with alarm and struck with fear? We see in this passage how Jesus responded to people in these situations. In the New Testament, we have the extraordinary sense of people meeting God through Jesus. St. John writes that the word of life whom we have heard we have seen with our own eyes, and our hands have touched. People who came into contact with Jesus seemed to have a sense of coming into the presence of a holy God. Jairus prostrated himself at his feet. The sick woman fell at his feet. This woman had suffered from a chronic disease for twelve years, which was incurable at that time. She heard about Jesus, and she responded with faith. She touched his cloak, because she thought, If I touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. Contact with Jesus had a profound impact on people. Jesus says to the sick woman, Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. The pain of the past 12 years is replaced by peace 
and freedom. Whatever you're struggling with in your life, and however long it's been going on, like this woman, reach out to Jesus for help. Jairus's daughter experiences the ultimate impact of meeting with Jesus as she's brought back to life. When Jesus arrived, there was anything but an atmosphere of faith. There was a commotion and wailing. They said, don't bother Jesus. But Jesus said, do not be seized with alarm and struck with fear. Only keep on believing. Jesus said, the child is not dead, but asleep. Since Jesus was going to raise her up, her death was no more permanent than falling asleep. The Apostle Paul, like Jesus, used the term falling asleep. When you fall into a deep sleep, the next thing you know, it's morning. When you die in Christ, the next thing you know, you will be with the Lord. Jesus took with him just three of the disciples whose faith he could trust in addition to the parents. He appears to have wanted there to be an atmosphere of faith as he prayed for her to be raised from the dead. There's nothing super spiritual about Jesus. He's very practical. He told them, give her something to eat. Again, the account starts with fear and ends with faith. When people saw what Jesus did, they were completely astonished and amazed. Of course, as today, not everyone had that reaction. Some laughed at him and some took offense at him. In his hometown, Jesus was a prophet without honor. Those closest to him failed to recognize him. Sometimes we find it hard to take things from those we know best. As today, some recognized Jesus and some totally missed out. The key distinction was whether or not they had faith. He said to the sick woman, your faith has healed you. He said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe. In his hometown, he was amazed at their lack of faith. Through his death on the cross, Jesus fulfilled the criteria for meeting God. Now it is by faith that you and I encounter Jesus and through him meet with God. Lord, thank you that it's by faith that I encounter you. Lord, increase my faith. When I'm seized with alarm or struck with fear, help me to keep on believing. Old Testament from Exodus 27 and 28 In the tent of meeting outside the curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant law, Aaron and his sons are to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning. This is to be a lasting ordinance among the Israelites for the generations to come. Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart, so they may be over Aaron's heart whenever he enters the presence of the Lord. The sound of the bells will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, so that he will not die. Access through Jesus. We cannot fully understand what an amazing privilege it is to be able to meet with God without seeing the Old Testament background. Here we see a depiction of the tent of meeting, where God meets with Moses and the priests. It was an awesome thing to enter into the presence of the Lord. Aaron was entering the holy place before the Lord. The writer of Hebrews explains how all this points to Jesus. The tabernacle was just a copy and shadow of what is in heaven. Even so, the priests were only allowed to enter the holy place, not the most holy place. The Holy Spirit was showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still functioning. This was an illustration. As the writer of Hebrews shows, this passage forms the background to Jesus' sacrifice on our behalf, making it possible for you and me, to meet with a holy God through the blood of Jesus offered 
once for all. Lord, thank you that you have made it possible through the blood of Jesus for me to enter the most holy place and to come into the presence of the Lord. Thank you that I have access through Jesus to the Father by one Spirit. Thank you that I can meet with you. Pepper adds, Are the things in our life we feel we just can't ask Jesus about? They're too embarrassing and awkward. The woman in this passage in Mark puts her embarrassment aside and she reaches out and she touches Jesus. And as she does, she is healed. And all her shame and suffering and embarrassment disappear in an instant. Let's pray. Lord, I want to meet with you now. Speak to me today.